When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. live coming to you from the dnvr bar here on the corner of colfax and york and once again beautiful downtown denver colorado the first 90 degree day of the entire year in denver really? which is crazy because i keep seeing like oh it's gonna be 92 like even yesterday it was supposed to be 92 and i guess it just didn't happen so then i guess maybe i'm talking prematurely no. it's supposed to be the first 90 degree day but maybe we won't hit it but no i saw what you said like yeah. there's people everywhere just it's good. First 90 degree day tomorrow. It's like, wait, I've been told over and over again. Right. I don't know. I'll believe it when I see it. We're in the best time of the year right now. I completely agree. Um, yesterday, oh. I like went outside. I like started grilling at 7 p.m. It's amazing. And it was like warm, but not hot. Yep. You still had two and a half hours of sunshine yes. left. Oh, and I, and I took up every second of it, like got on the grill, threw on some Zach Bryan. Made some delicious barbecue chicken, some corn. Zach just... Bryan? Did you just mix two artists? Nope. Uh, uh, Zach Bryan's. I was thinking Zach Brown and uh, Luke Bryan. No. Yeah. Uh, oh, Zach Bryan, someone. I would say I better the than name. each individually. Wow. So yeah, the sum of the parts. Wow. I went to a Luke Bryan concert. Remember In We Go? Yep. Oh, yeah. I had a friend who was like, yeah, like that sounds awesome. I was like, sure. And it was like at Mile High or whatever. Wow. I went. Not a fan. Mm. Well, I mean, you don't like country, so exactly. it's going to be a tough sell. <laughs> like, he came out there with a guitar and then didn't play the guitar for the first, like, 45... Like, I, that's not true. He'd do, like, the... And then he'd just go back to just, like, singing without playing. I was like, come if, let's. Uh, you're a professional <laughs> musician. Let somebody who's really good at playing guitar play guitar. No. Nope. Oh, okay. That's you fair. You know? Like, if you're, if you're... You know? It's part of the look. Exactly. And that's why I didn't like... It's music, not mm. look. I will say, Luke uh, Combs doesn't, like, fake it. Most songs he doesn't have his guitar, and then if he's going to play the guitar, then pull out acoustic guitar, play it. I like um, that. Zach Bryan, though, yeah. to give you guys an idea of how wild it is that you don't know who he is, <laughs> playing at Red Rocks last two nights. Yeah. 
Over $500 to get in. Oh my huh. gosh, that is wild. Yep. So yeah, that is wild that I don't know. How does he spell his first name? With an H. Uh, that's uh, why I don't know him. That's why I don't know him. Yeah, what a loser. Thanks for taking those. But he spells time. Brian like Ryan with a B in front of it. Wow, that is fascinating. Yeah. Man, yeah. Too bad it's not Ryan. Like that. Then he could be <laughs> Zach Ryan. Anyways. Beautiful weather last night, and I just I couldn't leave. Like I was just like I'm not go I'm not leaving until the sun goes down. I'm not leaving. <laughs> yes. yes, exactly. Wow. I'll, there's been like weird construction on my way here for like a week now. And Don't so, you live like half a block away? And that's what makes it so <laughs> impactful. Because I think like the map says it's a it's a six minute drive. Again, that's just because of, like red lights and stuff. But because of the traffic, it turns into like a twelve-minute drive, <laughs> which when you're talking, like when it's doubling the time, I wind up late, and so I haven't had a chance to enjoy. Apparently, it's the best time of the year, but all I see is big construction things going on, and I'm stressed trying to get here. So the the ten minutes before getting here is the only time you can enjoy the day. I was gonna say that this is the <laughs> the lowest time on the yeah, total yeah, for me yeah. in terms of enjoying the day. <laughs> it only gets better. Yeah. Well, then the other thing not is, because of you guys. No, no, just gotta. It's in the morning. Gotta like do shit. Uh -huh. See, like I'm almost done being sick after like two weeks of this since the parade, but that means that like I just sit at home <coughs> and like take a lot of naps. And because because like you just think like if I just sleep a lot, it's going to end. Yeah. And it doesn't end. And wow. so I've been like outside seems like the opposite of what you're supposed to do. Maybe you need that vitamin C, Hank. Oh, shit. That's from vitamin D is the sun. You're right. Vitamin D. Maybe I need that vitamin yeah. D. Need yeah. That vitamin. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You need the D. Man. Or I need to eat like an orange. <laughs> you need too. the D. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, D. Eric pointed out in the Funny comments D. that I was grilling with the Shador's number two barbecue uh, sauce. You were. Uh, it's actually really good. Is it? I like What's how you have difference? to press because it's a CU thing. Well, no, he has to preface right, right. it with like it's actually because we all know you're you're well, going to say also anything. an advertiser. You oh. said you said last year's Colorado Buffaloes team was good. No, you're like this is a good team. They're going to mm. win more than half a game this year. Honestly, <laughs> last year was probably the lowest I've ever been on the Buffs. Yeah, no, it's true. I didn't have any faith ever. Hence your shirt. You're back, baby. Yep, back in Miami. <laughs> Some of the people, because I went on the Buffs pod while you were gone last week, they hate me. Yeah, I'm like I. It's a. Uh, it's they're it's, angry. It's kind of one of the. You, you ever met someone where you're like, how ah, they were kind of weird, and then um, your friend tells you like, ah, you have. They have to like trust you first before they really open up to you. Sure. That's how the Buffs commenters are. Damn, it's crazy. Well, well, I was thinking maybe it's like Henry's just been bad luck for the Buffs beat. I mean, what's the best they've been when you were covering them? Uh, four Five. and two Five. ranked uh, Alma Bowl. Okay. Oh, all oh, right, four yeah. and two. Okay, yeah. so now take out COVID year. What's, <laughs> what's the best they've been? Uh, they won't. Full? Did they win four games the year no, before? No, the Mel Tucker. Mel year. was five. Oh, it was five again. Okay, yep. still losing record, right? <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, just like me, outside of one year. But I mean, True. maybe they just associate you with, uh, you know, bad vibes, Henry. Anyways, maybe the the sauce yeah. is actually fire. It's actually, it's just getting me that you keep saying because well, I just actually. like you know I, I have lots of reasons why I would be biased yeah. about it. Yeah, it's fair. That is true. But I choose that over any other barbecue sauce in my in my uh, kitchen. I love to hear that. Do you lather it before putting it on the grill or after or both? So mm. again, shout out to a uh, a longtime listener. I'm sorry for forgetting your name. They sent me this um, Blue Devil Pits, like barbecue sauce. Okay. Um, from Barbecue Country. Okay. And I'm You're guessing North Spanish Carolina no based on what the name. This is. Um, but 
it was just like a seasoning. So Ooh. they sent me sauces, seasonings, all this stuff. So yeah. first I seasoned it with that. Yeah. Then I poured some barbecue sauce on it, let it marinate in that. Mm. Then basted some more on it while it's grilling. Then a little bit more on the side. Man, that's wow. exactly what I would do because you can never have enough sauce, especially no. if it's good sauce. Yep. It was, this was probably the best barbecue chicken I've ever made. Man, I'm dying. This sounds so good right now. Yeah. On thighs too. Mm. I was able to find it. It turns out it was mostly this one guy who really hated me. And his name was I'm here to cause trouble. <laughs> Don't, uh, that should make you feel better, Henry. <clears throat> but it's crazy. I heard it was a tough He responded crowd for you. over and over and over. I'm just done watching that or, or I just got done watching that guy had no clue what the mm, he was talking about the entire show. First he said Colorado might not I was like I I took the over. Like, like <laughs> I I like them better than Vegas does. Like I I don't know. I could have given you like a a guide. Yeah, yeah. Things, to what to say, what not to say. <laughs> yeah. I'm just being honest. Hey, yeah. I was producing the show the day after you were gone. Wow. And people were like, "That guy from yesterday was really bad." Don't oh my gosh. Well, Henry, this well, is a this is a safe space. You're, okay. you're back in safety. The Broncos are going to win the Super Bowl. There Every one of them go. is good. Now you're lying. Ever to heard us. of the Pro Bowl? It's actually just gonna be NFC against the Broncos this year. Is it gonna? Is it gonna be the bet? Well, it can't be that if they're all going to the Super Bowl. So now you're, oh, you're not adding Damn it! Up now these right guys here. hate me too. Yeah, yeah. Um, is this gonna be the best training camp ever, Hank? No. <laughs> See, you got no. It's people not. Are gonna it's hate, not. People it's are gonna not. hate both of you. It's yeah. the truth. I think they're also angry. The fans? Yeah, they should be. Yeah. There's no way. I don't. I just don't think you can beat a Peyton Manning run training camp. Or. Tim or Tebow or training camp in Greeley. Yeah. I'm those still, had those pros and cons though for fans. Yeah. I'm still team bring it back to Greeley. Really? Yeah. Bring it back to Yeah, I guess you'd be bringing it back. Yep. Three why? of us would just get an Airbnb oh, in Greeley man. for That's why. 2 weeks. Oh, hang out man. there. Oh man. <laughs> it's like, "Huh, why would you want to go back to Gre That's why we would <laughs> want to go back." The real reason is fun. because back in the day, yeah. yeah. <laughs> why, why do anything <laughs> not for it being fun? <laughs> yeah. Um, back in the day, training camp was in Greeley. Back in that day, there was like one good bar in Greeley. Yep. Who knows if there's two uh. or three by now? Uh, and or zero. All the media would stay up there at like a hotel, and of course, all the Broncos are up there too. And like, what do you do at night? Everyone goes to the bar. Yeah. And so, like, huh. you would have a chance to just like meet these guys, build relationships Everyone. with them. Yep. Uh, which we rarely get a chance to do. You kind of have to like luck into seeing these people in public i just go to the yeah. bar by dove valley every night it's popping oh, yeah yeah everyone's there i can't even Elvis? think of a bar that's close it's to the dove prison valley. oh yeah prison, prison bar <laughs> <laughs> i wow. think it's just a, it's just a jail it's just a, i always get that but yes it's it's just a jail yeah. but i mean that is what is surrounding the broncos facility yep you have a jail and then on the other side you have a park and then some new construction some like there's like nothing industrial yeah areas yeah yeah so there's not the hometown feel like Greeley training you go to the airport was. bar oh that's true I assume <laughs> they have a bar <laughs> <Yeah>. there <laughs> they have a restaurant uh, well there you go probably yeah. has a bar the perfect like, landing oh look Pat's here Pat's a tan <laughs> Pat and Damari just hanging out there they're watching the planes go by <laughs> worst ways to spend an evening I'd be down 
Oh, I'd so be down. I love airports. We know. <laughs> we know. I don't think that one would have the, the feel that you're looking for. No, it doesn't. It doesn't quite have no. that. A little too private for me. Yeah. I like being I like being one of the people. Yeah, just uh, a lot of just crowds. Yeah, like Russell Wilson. People that he, are in a rush. Russ is trying stress. this out. Yeah, exactly. I, I wow. love that. Anxiety in I the air. I love it. I, don't give me pre uh, TSA pre. I want to be in the line. Wow. The line last time I went there was insane yeah that's the thing that just happens now i know but like so it does the whole thing where it goes like back and forth and back and forth and then it went all the way over to the baggage claims yeah and then like 75 percent of the oh way my up God. it's crazy <laughs> did and you make it okay i went up to the the bridge and mm. it actually worked that time the time before i went up to the bridge and it was actually longer i don't want to like gatekeep secrets but that one's one i just don't want people to know about the bridge is amazing that's fair <laughs> Especially if we're going to be at airports similar time as Bronco fans, maybe not one to share. Mm, it's true. I think this is just um, like, you know how there's way more traffic these days? Yeah. Because more people yeah. live here. Yeah. I think this is part of the part They're trying of to that. expand. They're trying to expand. Um, also, like 90% of the butterflies have died in like the last 20 years. Or the population has oh decreased. God. They've all died. They don't live that long. <laughs> but and so like I saw, when we were golfing, I saw a butterfly. I was like, holy shit. This is, I haven't seen a butterfly and I don't even know how long. Same thing with well, not same thing with birds. It's like the population's down like fifty percent since the seventies or something. Wow, that's terrible. Seems bad. It is. It wow. just sucks. Seems bad. Way to just ruin the vibe. Well, it just remind me, there's cars everywhere and there's no butterflies. Uh, those terrible two things probably go together. Terrible trade. Yeah. Terrible trade. Um, okay, the Broncos. Broncos. The Broncos. So you mentioned it, training camp, um, and the training camp schedule is out and it kind of. This is kind of the first domino, right? That falls towards us actually yep. seeing football. Yep, <laughs> exactly. The first domino when the Broncos are really actually back. And let's break it down in the differences. But first, I got to tell you about our friends over at Ibotta. This is a new partner, and you got to check Zach was them ready for this out. <laughs> what, what? Well, I've been using Ibotta for like 15 years now. Really? Um, and it's this awesome uh, service, I guess as you would call it, where it gives you cash back on things that you already buy, like groceries, online purchases, and more. All you have to do is upload your receipt after shopping and watch your cash back grow. You can do this, like I said, online. You can do it in grocery stores. You've been doing this for... A long time. Uh, maybe not 15 years. 10 years at least. Yes. Wow. On my phone. Got the it's, Ibotta app. It's like I bought uh, something. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Just Clever. like In We Go. It took me forever to figure that out. Everyone else <laughs> Everyone knew. Was like, oh, is this in We Go. In We Go. Yeah. And I'm like, In We Go. Yeah. I had yeah. no idea. Yeah. I bought a. So it's I-B-O-T-T-A. Pronounced like I bought a blank. Huh. And a big thing you do this at, at least I've been doing it at, is liquor stores. When you go get that Breck beer... They could have an Ibotta for you, which says you're already going to oh. buy it. You get $3 cash back or whatever the deal is. Right then and there? Right. On your phone. Yep. You just take a picture of the seat, upload it, and then it goes. I believe you transfer it into your PayPal account. You can do your bank account. You can do it into Sick. gift cards after. And let's say a store has Breck beer. Let's say it's 15 bucks typically. They have a sale to make it $12. And then Ibotta also has it. You can get like another $3 off, so you can be getting a $15 beer for 8 or $9. Wow. It's incredible. It's awesome to stack 
coupons on top of each other. And the average Ibotta user saves 100, I should say earns $120 a year in real cash back. And like I said, you can use that on groceries. You can use it um, on alcohol. You can use it on so many different things. So check them out. Um, go and they're offering $5 for just trying Ibotta. Go get the free Ibotta app in the App Store or Google Play. It's I-B-O-T-T-A. And use that code DNVR when you sign up to get $5 right away. And then stack those earnings on top of each other. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in your App Store. That's pretty Good crazy. Shit. That's, I don't know. Should I Should I, should I start what, off with this is actually awesome? This is <coughs> actually awesome. You know what else is I actually you. awesome? I, you didn't have to say Kind love. Mm. Uh, we actually love kind love. awesome, hey, dude. The other thing is Kind Love loves us also, which is a lot of fun. They came in and just gave everybody like a bunch of stuff to try, which at first you hear it and you're just like, oh, I love free things. But then you're like, oh, this actually makes a lot of sense for them because now we see how awesome everything that Kind Love makes actually is. Um, in particular, the Turbo Core. And what the Turbo Core is, is it's like a toothpick that's made out of very simple, natural things. There's only three ingredients. Um, but one of them is very potent THC, <laughs> which uh, it, it does most of the heavy lifting there. That and like the points, so you can shove it into like a joint and a blunt or like a cigarette or whatever you want. And it just turbocharges the joint or whatever. And it's really crazy. I think it says on the thing, it's like three to five times more powerful than a regular joint if you put the thing in. I trust it. Um, and so uh, it's you actually can, dope. It's actually dope. <laughs> it's actually crazy. Dope. Mm -hmm. Nice. Dope. So Kind Love has that. Um, it's Turbo Joint uses the same technology. 0.7 grams of whole bud combined with the 0.3 gram Turbo Keef. You can just <laughs> imagine what that can do to you. Um, so you got the Turbo Core, which is actually sold in more than 100 stores around the state. And Kind Love Flower is as well. Um, so definitely go check out Kind Love, uh, especially because... As a DNVR listener, if you mention DNVR, you can get the DNVR exclusive discount of 25% off all Kind Love Flower pre-rolls and their Turbo Joint line. Um, they've got stores in Cherry Creek and North Denver. So visit their website, kindlove.com, um, and you can check out their menu. And remember to mention DNVR so that you can get that 25% off. I'm going to um, Dead & Company at Folsom Field on oh, Saturday. Boy. Oh, man. I'm going to kind love it up. Oh, That's there's going to uh... be so many turbos there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> My goodness. That's an annual tradition, right? <coughs> it yeah. is. At Folsom? Is. The yep. final annual. I would say that really? um, tradition. liking the Grateful Dead is the most bolder thing about me. I mean... That's wow. about as bold as it gets, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Also, just going to Folsom Field. <clears throat> I think I've said this before, but when you get up there for these Dead & Co. Uh, concerts, it feels like you went into a time machine. It's crazy. <laughs> like, you just go immediately back to the 70s. Oh, I bet. I it's bet. It's so cool. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. Like, it's all the, like the old Volkswagen vans yeah. and stuff driving around. <laughs> There's, like, people who look like they're from the 70s who I got are just, some, like, walking on the sides of the highway. And you're just like, what is going on here? I got some sunglasses that I'm going to wear that um, are, like, sepia-toned. Mm. Wow. Kind of just add to the effect. Yeah. yeah wow. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe some black and white ones so it just looks like you're living back in black yeah. and white days. Yeah. I mean, I mean, this is a little after black oh, and white. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> when did that? And that was like the 50s, probably. Probably. Yeah, it's a great question. When did sports become color? Ooh. 
Well, I'm trying to think. Like, do you have you seen Broncos highlights in black and white? Because no. I don't think I have. No, I don't. So that's 1960. Okay. Right. Right. So right. Probably. Probably just before. right I'm before. Black 50s. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Say 1954. Oh, okay. Look at this. Can you guys see the color in this? And yeah, here, let's pull up the uh, training camp schedule here because I think it's popping in color. Ooh, look, look at that, that. So beautiful thing. And I'm not talking about the graphic. It's pretty basic graphic. I'm talking about the Broncos training camp schedule. Guys, one month from tomorrow, the Broncos are back. And actually, one month from today, training camp for us and the news cycle officially gets going. So we're just one month away because in one month from now, we'll be talking to Sean Payton. We'll be talking to George Payton. We'll be talking to Russell Wilson. We'll be talking to the key players for the Broncos in their pre-training camp media event. And then the very next day, training camp starts. They're kicking it off on a Friday. And should we just go through these dates? There's 12 training camp practices that the Broncos are going to have. And... Uh, uh, so 12 of them It starts on the 28th of July Then they have a practice on the 29th A day off So kind of a nice way to mm -hmm. integrate yourself Two days of practice Then a day off Before practice on the 31st First Second Another day off Then they practice on the 4th and 5th Then We'll break this down a little bit later But then they have the 6th and 7th off uh, No training camp Or no, no preseason games Then just mm -hmm. two days off Then they have practice on the 8th 9th and then their first preseason game on the 11th. So they have a couple of days off. Then they round out training camp on the 15th, 16th, and 17th. Anything jump out to you about this schedule? About 12 practices? <sighs> Lots um, of consecutive practices? There is that. Yeah. I think... Uh, Can you bring it back up on the screen? Where is that gap? One, two, three, four, five. The sixth, seventh off. I felt like we didn't get many back-to-backs off last year. No, I don't know if there were any. I almost thought like it was like Mondays are off or something like that, or Tuesdays are off. I think it was Sundays. Was it Sundays? Yep. That's where I went first, but then I was like, well, no, it seems like they would want the fans on Sundays, but Sundays are off this year. Yep, yep, Sundays are off this year. Um, my big takeaway is last year, and we're going to dive into the differences between last year and this year, but last year it was like the easy training camp, right? Yeah. Nathaniel Hackett built it so these guys were barely doing anything. And we just heard it was going to be the total opposite with Sean Payton. When Sean Payton's been asked what his training camps are going to be like, if there's going to be tackling, if there's going to be hitting, if it's going to be fast and hard on these guys, um, he's said, like, it's football. We need to practice football by playing football. He maximized all of minicamp in order to make sure that practices were Two and a half hours. They were going two and a half hours and five minutes over. He is going to maximize training camp as well. And so when I look at this schedule, it actually doesn't seem too bad. Like Henry said, yeah. the guys get a couple of days off um, in a row, which is pretty rare for Broncos. Uh, the longest stretch they have uh, in one time is three days. Three days is their longest stretch. I remember. But Nathaniel Hackett had no more than two, right? Uh, two, but then the third day was they had a walkthrough. Okay. Um, but in terms of intense practices, only two, which maybe Sean's thinking, okay, we're not going to have as many practices potentially, or we're going to have a few more breaks. But when we're practicing, we're actually going to be practicing. Whereas Hackett was kind of two days on, one day off, then a day off, then two days on. <laughs> a walkthrough, which is kind of the day, uh, day lighter day, and then a day off. So yeah, you do have a point there. But the longest that they have 
is a three-day stretch. And then there's other times that the Broncos have significant time off. after. So they practice on the 9th of August. Then they have a day off. Then their preseason game is on the 11th. So the preseason game on the 11th. Typically, they would be back at practice, training camp practice on the 13th. They get the 12th off, and then be back on the 13th. They're not back until the 15th of August. So I don't think Sean's just going to be giving them five days off after a game. They're probably going to be doing meetings. But it's clear that this plan is showing that he's going to be working the starters a decent amount in that game mm-hmm. because he doesn't want them then practicing, you know, 48 hours after. Yeah, and uh, I, I think that makes sense. Uh, and we don't know for sure that there won't be a bunch of days off in there. Like, he, in theory, still could just say, like, oh, veteran rest days, we're doing those, even though he's never really done them before, and it sounds crazy for him to do that. Um, so we don't know exactly what that will look like. Um, all we have is guesses, but it does seem like this is going to be much more rigorous than what Nathaniel Hackett did. I mean, almost anybody would be more rigorous. Oh, I guess you can't even say that, though, because Sean McBay won't be more rigorous. Kyle Shanahan won't be more rigorous. Uh, the same, they'll be at the same level as exactly. what Hackett did. It'll, it'll, there will be half the league that's doing the same thing. The Jets will be doing... I wonder if the Jets will be doing the same thing. There will be a bunch of teams doing that same thing. Yeah, this is interesting because I'm very much in favor of protecting the players. And I think that this is a nice in-between. I think that Sean Payton Mm. is going to have rigorous practices. Mm -hmm. Um, But maybe you can't do both. Maybe you can't do rigorous practices seven days straight. (laughs) All right. You know, and so in the end, I think Sean Payton understands that he needs the veterans on this team to be on his side yep so if you come in with this like hard-ass nature and you're you know just kind of being a tyrant you're gonna lose the veterans you can't have that so you have to have a combination of taking care of their bodies while also you know nailing in what you want to nail in and i think that this is probably going to be a nice happy medium. Yep, I completely huh. agree, and I, I I like it because Sean is going to make these practices intense. But I mean, in past years, there have been stretches of five and six days mm-hmm. where they players have not got a day off. <laughs> Sean is going to make training camp practices uh, really really tough, but he's not going to make it uh, just a true grind where there's no days off in between. And I like that. And another thing, because Nathaniel Hackett last year uh, gave two days on one day a walkthrough, and then a day off. That's essentially how training camp went last year for the most part. Uh, There were no veteran rest days outside of Kareem Jackson. And remember what Nathaniel Hackett called it? He called it an old day. Mm, And only one player got an old day. That was Kareem Jackson. I would expect with Sean probably going full go all of these practices in which he's allowed, there's probably going to see, you're probably going to see a couple of more veteran rest days um, for other players. Maybe a Justin Simmons gets a veteran rest day as well. Um, a uh, Probably not any offensive linemen as they're still kind of moving their way back. Um, maybe you see Samaj P. Ryan get a veteran rest day here or there. Um, a Josie Jewel. I think you're going to see a few more rest days because Sean Payton wants to, wants to not lose those veterans, Ryan. <clears throat> Here's the other part of this. What do uh, Sean McVay's teams, Kyle Shanahan's teams, Matt LaFleur teams, uh, Mike McDaniel teams, all these guys who kind of followed the Nathaniel Hackett strategy last year, what do all those teams have in common? I don't know. They've been good. Right. Save for the Rams last year, 
They've been good every year of the Sean McVay era. Mm-hmm. The Niners not haven't been good the whole time, but they've been good for a while now. Mm-hmm. The Packers, of course, were good every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the Dolphins last year were good. Yep. I'm I'm sure there's more young coaches out there that are you know Zach Taylor. Right. I'm guessing does this a similar thing. Bengals have been good. The Broncos have not. No. And I think there is something to the fact that Sean Payton has to come in and toughen them up. Like literally big time, just toughen them up big time, which sounds crazy because we're talking about professional football players. They're obviously a hell of a lot tougher than any of us. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> maybe they've gotten just a little soft with the way things were run. Um, and certainly last year, I don't think it helped despite the fact that I was pro protecting the players. <sighs> There's just certain things that, like, you have to kind of break the mold. And for whatever reason right now, the Broncos have not been, like, a tough, disciplined, hard-nosed football team for a long time. In fact, I believe Mm -hmm. it's, like, over the past eight or ten years, the Broncos have had uh, the most unsportsmanlike conduct penalties in the NFL. I believe I saw that stat floating around this morning. I don't remember who, so I'm sorry to not give credit there, but that kind of points to what you're saying. And also, a big difference between most of those teams you just mentioned, not all, but most of them, is, and probably the only true real red flag from Nathaniel Hackett taking it so easy on the team last year before everything fell apart, um, was... Nathaniel Hackett was coming into a team and building a whole new system and then not really practicing it all that much with the team. The Kyle Shanahan's, the Sean McVay's, the Zach Taylor's of the world have been with their teams for a long time. They, they, their teams know what to expect. Um, the, the McFleur or Mc, what, what can I think? Matt Matt LaFleur. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Matt LaFleur. He had been there. For so long and had that culture uh, and the guys knew what to expect and the guys knew the playbook for the most part already. So you didn't need to have 100% practices. That's the biggest red flag when Nathaniel Hackett did this last year was, wait, there's so much new stuff, but you're only going to practice 66% of the time and really implement it that much. So that was a concern. And Sean Payton, if he would have come here and do the exact same thing, it would be the same concern. It would be like, wait. You're not going to fully practice, yet you're installing all of these new things. So the Broncos, one, haven't earned anything, like you said, Ryan. Two, the Broncos need to get tougher, like you said. And then three, the Broncos just simply need as much practice as they can get. So they're going to maximize these days. And I think toughness and discipline goes a long way. And when uh, personally, like when I think t- like what's like tough and discipline, I'm thinking like the military, right? Yeah. And what do you think of when you think of that, like a drill sergeant or anything like a hard ass? Mm-hmm. right and that's what sean payton is he's a hard ass he is and so this is going to be at nowhere near the level of the military but you bring in a guy who doesn't take any shit who is not going to baby anyone and i think you're going to end up with a tougher and more disciplined football team we talked about this last year like is anyone afraid to get a personal foul because when they walk over to the sidelines they're going to get their ass chewed out by the coach nope not at all they will be this year. Oh, yes. And also, on top of that, not just afraid to get their ass chewed out by the coach, afraid to be benched, uh, afraid to be sat for a game, a series. Sean Payton's going to have no issues yep. sitting anyone all the way up to Russell Wilson. Nathaniel Hackett was too afraid to even say that they weren't going to build the team around Russell Wilson after the season had gone miserably wrong. Sean Payton's going to have no problem just straight up benching Russell Wilson if things are going wrong 15 weeks into the season. And I'm... I'm- Kind of curious if there's more practices that they aren't telling us about. 
like because because uh, the way everything's phrased is there's going to be 12 practices that are open, open to, the public, to yeah. the public yeah and last year there were 14 and i'm pretty sure the rule is you can get 16 padded practices during camp and then 16 during the season so like two sets of 16 and so i do wonder just because there's some gaps in there if there's days that they are going to be going but just not inviting people in mm. and i'm not that's just a conspiracy theory and there might even be rules against that like the rule might be like if it's training camp practice you have to do whatever but uh let's, the thought has crossed my mind let's dive into some conspiracy theories because there's Another couple of interesting things. One really interesting thing um, that the Broncos may not be fully telling the truth about, about this training camp. And let me tell you about FOCO. In order to get Nuggets championship gear, this is the place to go. The DNVR locker and also FOCO. The place to go where you can get merchandise, you can get bobbleheads, you can get everything for the Nuggets championship run. They've got it stocked up there. So check them out. Use that code DNVR when you go to FOCO.com. To get 10% off, you want to get yourself something, you want to get a friend something, uh, a family member, FOCO is the place for any and all sports gear, including the Nuggets Championship. So check them out. They've got so many things on their website. We love FOCO. You're going to love FOCO as well. And use that code DNVR for 10% off. Colorado Golf. Ooh, Colorado Golf. Um, Got to join the Colorado Golf Association, mostly for many reasons. Mostly... Because you need a handicap. Um, you need to get your official gin number that you can use when you're playing your friend so that you can't say, oh, yeah, like I, th- I think I'm like a 15 <laughs> handicap. And then, you know, you get six strokes that you didn't deserve. That's a big one. <laughs> the other thing is they do these member play days. Uh, and then I think they're calling it the um, shoot. I forget what it is. But they also do these series of tournaments where you can compete against others. Um, but the member play days yesterday Spence and Mitch got to go up and play TPC Colorado. Um, and I was curious how that was going to go for them. They played them. They played it from the tips. I believe it's the longest course in Colorado. Didn't it's they say 8,000? Just, just short of 8,000 yards. Um, <clears throat> and I thought they were going to do better, but they shot a collective 161, which means it's tough. It's <laughs> yeah. tough. Yes. Both of them averaged over 80, and I think it was Spence doing a little bit more of the rising the average. But still, 161 from two really good golfers. Are they about stuff. scratch? Yes. So they wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't have gotten a chance to play that course probably if it wasn't for mm. uh, these yeah. member play days. They're also doing one at the club at Ravenna, which I just heard was really cool from someone who went there the other day. Uh, and then I think I'm going to play in the two man shamble at Greeley Country Club. Uh, and the way that works is you both hit your drives, pick your favorite drive, and then you each just play the rest of the hole from there. Um, so a lot of fun things going on, and it's definitely worth being a member from for, uh, at the CGA. And I believe if you use the code DNVR, you can get ten bucks off. You are a big Greeley fan now. You big Greeley guy. How was Greeley this weekend? It, it was it was great. The Stampede was. Uh, I wasn't expecting to roll. I thought we were just seeing a concert, even though I knew it was a Stampede. I wasn't expecting to roll up on a massive carnival with oh, all yeah. these rides, um, and it was it was quite a time. Um, Florida. There's a reason that he's in Greeley performing now. Uh, he had a, a hype man who wasn't wearing a shirt sing like half his songs. I believe it. No idea who he was. I said that was uh, what's going to happen. I remember. Yeah, you did. What? Yeah. Yeah. There was a, you know, he's got just hit after hit. When we were driving up there, we were just the whole car ride. We were just listening to all his hits. And it's like, wow, this could be like a banger. Yep. I don't remember any of them. 
And there was also some <laughs> other reasons why I might not remember it, but like uh, I, I think I'd remember a lot of them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a reason why flows in Greeley. Um, but Greeley, I Damn. mean, man, you want to get a carnival on? They've got it. He also went and just listened to all of his music. Yes, he did. You're right. <laughs> it's enjoyable. I did go back and watch. Somebody put together. It's like a six-minute video of Flo Rida at a Broncos concert oh. or the Broncos game. How was it? It's, it's exactly that. It was exactly what I remembered because I was nervous after. I was like, what if what if I'm misremembering what happened there? Because at the time, I was covering the buffs, so I was drinking in the stands the broncos mm. are terrible um <laughs> and so i was right though they uh it's just like that yeah he doesn't really sing the songs yeah I, like prime flow probably wouldn't be playing at a broncos halftime show probably not yeah yeah um but i've weirdly played Greeley country club a few times and mm. i really like the course it's, it's like very clearly designed in the early 1900s or maybe even late 1800s it has just like a very old school style. Does that it. mean it's like uh, it's like Scotland courses where it's like very flat and long? No, back in the day, like the country, the early country club courses had like very small greens. Okay. And like tree lined fairways. Oh, the and complete stuff like opposite that. So, of what I thought. Yeah, no, it's, it really is the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a it's a fun course. Are you, when when is that coming up? Is it soon? I want to say it's in mid August. Maybe mid, mid August. Okay, because what I'll say is. It was, I never thought I'd say this about Greeley, but I got to give it props. All of Northern Colorado is so pretty right now because everything is so green because of just all the, I, I thought we were in like um, the Netherlands with how great, it was insane. Wow. I'm sure like after a month of 90 degrees, it'll all be dead and back to what we expect. Mm -hmm. But shout out to Greeley for being pretty right now. There you go. Yeah. Greeley's getting some run this yeah, week. Yeah, they, they really are. Yeah, <laughs> training camp back up there. Yep. The grass would be good right now. We could play GCC all day. So a couple of things with Broncos training camp. Well, really one. That's kind of jumping out to me. They're, the Broncos are requiring tickets now. They're free. Doesn't really That doesn't really phase me, bother me too much. But that is a change. It kind of phases me. It phases me a little too. Why? <clears throat> well, the big thing is last year I just went as a fan every day <laughs> yeah. just because I like the view better. Yeah. Um, now if I want to do that, I have to go secure a ticket for every practice. So I think the reason they're doing tickets is something that we have i wouldn't say we've complained about media access um with sean payton we've just made it clear that he is very much limiting media access mm -hmm. he's also as henry knows he's sean has limited where we're allowed to stand typically the media is on the field not like where the players are but on the field so we're completely out of fans ways they can open up the entire hill for all the fans everything where the fans are can be completely fan oriented well, he is Sean has put us now on the hill. Oh. And we were there mm -hmm. all of the off season. Great view from our perspective. I love yep. it as well. Just like you're saying, it's a better view perspective. But he's gonna keep us there for training camp. Okay. And I don't think he's just gonna mingle us in with the fans. He's gonna have a spot a for tent, us. Probably. So that's gonna take up some of the room where fans can be. So now mm -hmm. this is actually Sean's media guidelines are going to impact fans, I think, because it's gonna just lessen the area that fans can be, and we found that out because they're putting a cap of 3,000 tickets being sold, to being quote-unquote sold, given out yep. for free to each practice. Last year, I think they had 7,000 fans yeah. at one. Really? So, it was like 7,200, yes. I think, for Russell's the first, Cowboys? Yes. Like oh. the first Saturday or something. So potentially they're cutting the attendance by over half. Now here's a conspiracy theory. I kind of just laid out the background why i think it's a conspiracy theory mm -hmm. the broncos in their article of putting this out 
said that's per Arapahoe County regulations. Why weren't these regulations here the past 15 years? Unless, and maybe here's the big caveat, unless really Arapahoe County decided to put regulations in for size of Broncos training camp in 2023, and this is the first year they've done it, then this is nothing. It's it's true. But like I think this is Sean saying, I want I want expectations really tempered. I don't want as many people uh, here watching. I want everything cooled down, just like he's done all off season. I don't think there's any difference between three thousand and seven thousand in that regard. A f- just the team seeing a berm full of people and it's stuffed and it's setting records yeah. compared to just like. A, a half of what it was yeah I, I do think it changes the vibe at practice by quite a bit that sucks yeah it does suck well and the thing about the requiring tickets is that i mean i guess there's a bunch of things the big one is that before it was just you show up there early you get to go in yeah and i get there's people who are families and you know they, they want to be able to plan and they were turning people away last year and so that would kind of suck at the same time though it's kind of a cool thing to say, like, if you're not out there an hour before practice, you don't get it. Like, the diehards are the ones who get yep. in, and that's the way that it hearts. should be, yep. you know? And so you plan your day around it. So I don't like it for that reason, but also, like, if I were a fan, I might go claim some tickets today and say, like, uh, I'm going just going to get, tomorrow. like, or tomorrow and get them for, like, four different days. And say, like, I'm not really sure when I'm going to be able to go, but I definitely want to be able to go. And then some t- tickets don't get used. And so you That's wind up point. with 1,500 at every practice of 3,000 because half the people can't make it. Or, you know, you claim them for July 29th or something. And it turns out that's a rain day. So they're inside. Mm. It's like, oh, that was the one that I claimed tickets for. And guess what? Tomorrow's are already sold out. Yeah. So I don't know. There's just a bunch of little things that I don't like. In the- general, it's, it's, be- it's worse. Yeah, it is. It is, and to be fair, the Broncos did this their very first training camp when they moved back to Denver and to Dove Valley. They gave out free tickets. You had to have a ticket to go in. They did it for one year, and it's because they were worried about, we were just in Greeley, and there were so many people here. What's it going to be like when we're in Denver? Mm -hmm. So they wanted to make sure that everything was uh, not too overcrowded, so that's why they did tickets that year in 2003. Haven't done it since, and I feel like the crowd's regulated itself fine. I mean, last year it was very busy at times 7,000 yep. people but I do think fans understand like this is a free event first come first serve um and now they're just really cutting it there's gonna be so much less than 3,000 people there every day yeah because of last year no because everyone's gonna go on there and claim the tickets yeah and then just choose which ones they want to go to later yep. that's yep. the issue with free tickets to something and you can claim up to four I don't know if it's per day or like every purchase or yeah, what it four is. four per day per um, person. So, yeah, one person can grab four, and then if you don't go, you're cutting it at 75, or you're taking four tickets away. Mm-hmm. Only dub here, traffic and parking. Oh, my no, gosh. That will yes. be nice. <laughs> that will be nice. Huge dub for traffic and parking. Thank you, yep. Sean. And if there are no, if there's a sign right outside the Broncos that says no U turn, don't listen do it. to it. Don't, Don't do, do a yeah. U-turn. Oh my goodness! They put these signs up, and they, th- to be fair, they put like three up. You get a very fair warning uh-huh. about it. And if you do a U-turn, cops are gonna be there. Well, and well, it's got to be the U-turn ticket capital. Oh, of the right. I got one. absolutely. Yes. It was like five years ago because you expect the no U-turn sign to be like next to the light where your <clears> eyes are when right. you're like getting ready to do things on a road. And it said it's like off to the side yeah. in like the median thing because it's just for training camp. Yeah. Well, and I'm pretty sure like. 
even where you pull up to stop, the sign is back behind <laughs> it. So you can't see it when you're sitting there. You have to see it driving up. And when you're driving up, you're watching the light to see if you can go. I hope I, you oh. gave this excuse to the officer when he pulled you over. No, I can't no, remember if didn't. he gave me a ticket. That was so long ago. The now. trick is like you don't turn on the Broncos Parkway. You turn on to like Peoria or right. whatever that yeah, other yeah, one yeah. is. Yeah. And then you don't have to worry about exactly. it. And then you don't have to do the U-turn. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I can't believe how many people I see every single day training camp who do that. Every and day. And then... 30 seconds later, there's flashing lights behind him. Like, yep. Damn. That's a huge... Uh, yeah. So, anyways, um, I don't like the ticket thing. I'm going to have to talk to you guys about my strategy after this. <laughs> yeah. um, but There are things called press passes. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's yeah. Like, yeah. I just want to ask, like, can you just give me one? I'm going to try. <laughs> yeah. Like, yes. I won't even do the press things. I just don't want to have to deal with the tickets. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, we should be able to. We've been doing this for a while. Yeah. Should be able to get you in. I think so, I too. think we know a couple of people. I think we know a couple of people, for sure. All right. What else about these practices stand out to you or could stand out to you later? So the Every, interesting... Oh. Sorry, you go, you go. Every fan gets a free 12-ounce bottle of water. Nice. That's nice. Yep. Keep people from literally like passing out on the yeah. hill. Yeah. So like, you win some, you lose some. What are the other other benefits? Uh, if you drive a Ford um, and you show them your key, you get 15% off your total purchase uh, at the team store. That's oh, you know why? Denver Broncos training camp presented, presented by Ford. By Ford. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, the first 30 fans who are there, so like in line, so you obviously have to have your ticket. You get there, you get in line. First 30 fans who have a Ford key fob uh, at the Ford... Give me a fucking break. <laughs> hey, at the Ford Fast Pass tent, they you have to be prior to the gates opening. There's um, so many rules for this one. You'll you'll be granted entry before the general public, Ooh. and you'll have the opportunity to sit in the front row. Oh. Also interesting that it's 30, because obviously you can fit more than 30 across the front there. You could probably fit maybe even close to 100. I wonder if the media section is kind of like a vertical no, stretch. No, it's, it's to honor Ford's 30 different brands. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, so here's what you guys are going to do. Go on eBay right now and search Ford Key Fob. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That get, actually, yep. sit in front row if you want autographs. Definitely. That's a big deal. Well, like, yep. again, but that was kind of the fun before. It was like, you got to be there at 745 if you want to do that. Earlier than that. It was that. like, it, it's for the diehards, you know? Yep. It's, it's Ford. The diehards, Stop. please, Henry. Now come it's on. Ford, the casuals. <laughs> um, yeah, and Henry, I just want to go back. Twenty-five to, bucks. Twenty-five bucks. There yep. you go. Oh, oh, oh no. okay. So, Brian, you mentioned this. You can get tickets tomorrow on uh, Ticketmaster. I asked this question to you here and Henry before the show started. Tickets are free, but whenever you hear Ticketmaster, do you think there's going to be fees? No way. You don't think so? There's no they way. Both can't. Henry and you. Well, at least you hear said he thinks there's going to be fees. They that can't doesn't surprise fees. me, but no, there will not be fees. <laughs> don't you think Ticketmaster is going to be like, oh, there's a $10 processing fee, $5 no, processing no. fee? No, no. I don't think that's illegal. Them. Yeah, I don't think they'd let them. There's a lot of things that are illegal and that still happen. And I feel like Ticketmaster does all the illegal things. I know, but they've been uh, on the radar more recently. <laughs> well, that's very true. That is true. I got like $27 or something in like a class action lawsuit. Dang, wow. nice. I just signed up for one of those. I don't remember what it's for. <laughs> oh, it's for it's for Facebook. <laughs> oh. Yeah. There's, there's just class like action on Facebook <laughs> class actions. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh. Um, so I think it would be total bullshit if there's fees with this. It would be. If there are... We riot. Yes. Yeah. No fan goes to training <laughs> camp. 
Good luck or we go to training camp in riot. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I just really hope that's not Brian. I really hope you're right with that. Just anytime I hear Ticketmaster, it, it scares me. I know. Yeah. You don't trust them. No. Also, if you're going to spend $167 at the team store, you will save money if you buy the $25 Ford key fob. Dang. You know who hates Ticketmaster more than anyone? Who? Zach Bryan. Oh. He's been wow. on like a huge crusade against Ticketmaster. So are his wow. tickets not on Ticketmaster? He he his whole thing is he's trying to make it so you can't resell tickets. Okay. Interesting. To scalp them. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Because he's that. like Ticketmaster takes all these all this yep. money when they get the resale and all this oh, stuff. Oh so. damn. Now they're involved in the resale too? Yeah, oh they're oh, yeah. they've got their hand in every oh, pot. Whenever, man, that's I, why I wouldn't be surprised if there's a little service charge. I think usually for resale tickets, there's a ten percent fee on the sellers. So it's like a hundred dollar ticket or you sell it for a hundred. You get ninety, they get the other ten, and then there's a twenty percent fee for the buyers. Oh my god. So they gosh. pay one twenty and disgusting. they get the twenty. So you get thirty bucks off of a hundred dollar ticket. That is disgusting. Um yeah. man. And so Henry, the other thing, football oh. wise. What? Wait, but then is Ticketmaster gonna have a resale market on Broncos training camp tickets? There's I don't think so. Because no I'm pretty sure you can't resell Rockies tickets on Ticketmaster. I think there's just like you get to set the rules. <laughs> so you'd think it'd be packed with resale tickets to buy. So, but yeah, so I'm pretty sure they'll just turn that off. What do you think Broncos training camp tickets could go for on the secondary market with the cap being 3000 25 bucks. Yeah. Cause the, the highest. Is, so like practice number one, I guess it's a Friday. Like that first Saturday practice, that'd be the one oh, where you expect. Are you talking like, about like back together Saturday? Back together weekends that come back on. together weekend. Um, Thank you. <laughs> come on. Which I thought was a COVID that was a COVID thing. thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, we can sell it. Might as well keep doing it. Yeah. Um, you know who that one's presented by? <laughs> what? The weekend. Oh, yeah. the weekend. But yeah, if so I were to guess, it's presented by Centura Health. Uh, you're mm. probably right. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna see Centura Health but everywhere. I thought it was UC Health. No, that's Where, old news. Why'd you been? think that? Come Where on. Where have you been? Oh, my goodness. I old don't news. pay attention to branding of training camp facilities. <laughs> you produced the show where we talk De about defensive it, Defensive Yaya is so funny. I haven't been here in a minute. What do you guys want? It was two months ago. Who is training camp powered by? Yeah, here. Probably Ford. Oh, good. <laughs> you do pay attention Probably. sometimes. <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, if you're trying to get into that back-together weekend Saturday... Um, <laughs> I, I do think because everything's gonna be sold out, there'll be people like the day before we want to go, and I think it's like twenty bucks. But you can't; it won't actually happen. But it right, would be right. Yeah, man, I hope not. I hope not. And uh, one more football thing that that you touched on: there's that gap between August 9th They have a game on the eleventh, and then the next training camp practices until the fifteenth. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if Sean's doing some sort of practices. Now, I've never seen that a, a real practice yeah. during training camp that's not open to fans but if anyone's gonna close fans off as much as they can it would be sean yeah. and i understand his reasoning he's wanting to shut all the hype down um i believe tra 12 training camp practices is also the fewest i've seen maybe i've also seen like 12 but i don't think i've ever seen lower than that so my guess is league rules are probably you have to have 12 practices open to fans or something like that and that's exactly what sean's doing and also, all this Ticketmaster talk, shout out to Game Time. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, literally, real ones. no complaints ever with Game Time. And you go to any other service, and that's all it is. Once I switched it, just because, just, like, there are, you know, nominal fees, there's always going to be. Um, theirs aren't nearly as aggressive as Ticketmaster's. Um, but 
<clears throat> you can switch it on the app to yeah. just the price include the fees, and then you just never <laughs> think about them anymore. Yep. And you choose a price to pay for the tickets that you're comfortable with. You actually used to be able to do that on Ticketmaster. Then they took it away. Of course, probably they, did. Say, they probably were selling less tickets. Hundred percent. Yeah, it's crazy because their fees are that much yes. more than game time and everywhere else. Hundred percent. And also, shout out to our friends over at Shady Rays. When you are going to Broncos training camp practice, you're gonna want your free twelve ounce water that they give you, and you're also going to want Shady Rays because that tiny water bottle. Berm, yeah, it's this really is twenty ounces. Yeah, it's really I think tiny. This is twelve, right? Yeah, it's like kid kid ounce kid size. No, that's that's sixteen. Was is that what that's Grande 16? means? Is that a Grande? Yeah, yeah. So even how is there even that? a water bottle? That's yeah. the size of it's twelve pretty, ounces. It's like all plastic, no uh, water, pretty much. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, but one <laughs> thing that nice you're not Ford logo. <laughs> Oh yeah, one thing you're not going to get ripped off on is Shady Rays. In fact, they're giving a deal to all of our listeners. You buy two or more pairs of Shady Rays, you're going to get fifty percent off. Shady Rays are already polarized. Yeah, here is rocking a pair right now. Let's show those. Yeah, here. He's even wearing oh, them in studio, shit. and yeah, that's yeah. okay because of how sick these Shady Raids are. Those, Those are awesome. Hard. When you hear doesn't want to see the haters sitting on the other side of the camera, he just throws his Shady Rays on, and he's polarized from us. So get yourself a pair of Shady Rays. Get two pairs or more, one for yourself, one for someone else, two pairs for yourself, four pairs for yourself, 50% off. You use that code DNVR over at ShadyRays.com. Yeah, that kind of looks like he's like a backup catcher for the Rockies. He in really does. Yeah. <laughs> wow. With the, with the catcher history, I'm probably starting for them at this point. <laughs> Dang. Wow. Tori Alba, one of my favorite yep. Rockies players ever. Yeah. Me too. I forgot I had favorite players. Dude had, dude had some fire. He had that dog in him. <laughs> oh, he Rare did. Rare for baseball players. He did have that dog. No Rockies right now have that dog in him. <laughs> It's so sad. Well, there probably no, is. We Ezekiel Tobar. Ezekiel Tobar has have, that it's dog. the same thing as like Bud Black. Is he a good manager? How could you possibly <laughs> tell? Like, is, there's no way of knowing. Like, do those guys have the dog? What happens in a clutch situation? I, I will say, who like, knows? I've always liked him. Now he's just lost enough games that I've moved to the point where just everything he does pisses me off. But wow. yeah, especially maybe like <laughs> losing twenty-five to one or like something. Like they cut to his face when when the dude threw uh, gave up three home runs on three pitches, <laughs> and he just looked like so annoyed yeah and then i was annoyed <laughs> <at> his face. <laughs> wow it's like i don't know it's like what third inning i think they made another change after the third pitcher gave up like four runs or something yeah. one thing I and it's can like guarantee- oh, maybe you should have held on to that guy let him finish the inning out like it what are we doing who knows what would happen if i had to pitch an mlb game i can guarantee one thing i would not give up three home runs on three pitches you don't think if so. I get no, up two in a row, the next one's in yeah, the dirt or yeah, behind very, their yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't be doing that. Nope, not giving up three home runs on three pitches. Well, and the only guy ever to do it in MLB history is Chase Anderson. It's not twice now. Who's that? The He's, guy that gave up the home run three yeah. times. Oh, he was he's the done same it twice? guy. Yeah. Holy I'm pretty shit. sure it's. I, oh I'm pretty my. sure it's happened twice when in MLB history. Up there for that third pitch, he thought, "No fucking way, this happens to me again." Yeah. I'm throwing it right down the middle. I mean, that's impressive, though. Yeah, it is. In baseball, to have the record twice and no one else has done it. In baseball, everything's been done. I know. Everything. And is it sick of me when I saw it was, you know, 23 to zero? We talked about this yesterday, and I said what you were going to say. Is it sick? What? To get to to 31 runs? Because you know what that would have been? The biggest ever? It would, what, yes, it would have been the biggest ever. It also would have been the Broncos' most points scored last okay, season. Okay, that's not where done I Done by a baseball team. 
I just said like once I saw it was 23-0, I wanted it to get as high as possible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, how, how crazy would it be if they lost 50-0? to zero? That'd yeah. be cool. <laughs> uh, it was so depressing because the way I found out, I was uh, with a buddy and he, he said, oh, the the uh, Angels. Angels are up 23-0 to zero in the fourth. And I was like, well, who are they playing? He's like, oh, let me pull it up. The Rockies, yeah, of yeah. fucking course. That's almost the exact same thing that happened to me. Uh, Allie said it, and then I like opened it up to look at myself, and I was like, and it's against the Rockies. <laughs> yeah. She was uh, like, what? Yes. <laughs> Man, I would know about all of these games if the Rockies were good. I just, so especially sad. right now, these six weeks off, it's all Colorado sports fans wanted something. Yeah. If I've they been were, to like three games were, this year. Yeah. Like, well, back when they were good, I went to, I think it was 22 that summer. But yeah. there's just like, why would you do it? I think the cutoff for me is si no if reason. they were six games under 500 right now, I'd be watching every game. I told because you're in it then. Yeah. In it enough. Yep. Hank, how's your bet looking? Oh, are they on pace? It's not, it's not good. It's not good. I won the series in the end. Which is in also just an awesome cherry. By the on way, top. did you see that? Okay, so the Rockies won the series against the Angels and lost the game by 20 runs in yep. the series. Yep. LSU last night wins the College World Series and they lost a game by 20 runs in the series. That is insane. Yep. That is what was it a 2-1? Was it a three-game series? Three-game series. So they won the first one, lost the second one like 20 to 21 to 1 or something and then won the third one. That's honestly so impressive. It's like it's I guess it's impressive for the Rockies to be able to win on Sunday, but it's even more impressive in the highest stakes ever to do that, to just totally wash it away yeah also there's like a kind of like a cliche phrase that like the um the home announcers will say if their team's scoring so many runs which is like save some for tomorrow boys <laughs> it actually applied <laughs> in this case it did to both <laughs> yes they needed to save some for tomorrow yeah they certainly did and that was lsu right yep congrats to lsu yeah i'm pretty sure it had been like 40 years since they even made the college world series wow and there was a bar in town did you see this no so there's a bar in town in Omaha uh, where they tally every single Jello shot purchased per team. So when you <laughs> buy a team, you're like, hey, I'm an LSU fan. Yeah. So then they tally it up. As of yesterday, and it's probably gone up since, LSU had purchased over 60,000 Jello shots. $5 no. each. At one bar? At one bar. $5 each. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I think the previous record was like eight. Oh my, that's well, so cool because it shows like how many people are there. Yes, and yes. they've only been doing it for like two or three years, or that's when that's when it first like came out that they were doing it. But because they've done it now, all the fans when they go are like, "Oh, we got to go to that bar like where one they sell guy the bought a thousand shots. just himself, <laughs> exactly, and just like pass them out to everybody at the bar." That is so. But they all cool. wanted to buy their own uh, for their own teams. What yeah. a brilliant yeah. marketing idea! Yeah, I mean. The most brilliant. <laughs> yes. Um, and I've also never wanted to party with LSU fans more. I totally wow. agree. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Imagine next year how many, how do you make that many jello shots? That was what I was thinking. I was like, what kind of production line do they have where they, like, because I think the total is like well over 100,000 now. Mm -hmm. Like, how wow. did they produce 100,000 jello shots? On top of like everything else they're doing. Yeah. It's mostly jello shots. <laughs> like, what does that look like, though? You just have a cup and you just keep dumping your jello shots yeah. in. And you like sip Where do you jello store 5,000 jello shots? In the parking lot and coolers. 
Oh my gosh! You know how there's seasonal workers? There's gonna be like seasonal Jello yeah. shot workers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Someone's just make gonna create like batches. a like a way to have it in a keg, and you can just right. Pop oh it out my gosh! Wow. Would that be cool or disgusting? Disgusting. For sure. Disgusting. <laughs> a keg stand with Jello shots. Oh God. You're upside down slurping it. The entire allure of Jello shots makes zero sense to me. Yeah, they have Jello to. Jello shots are so good, man. The key no, with Jello shots. The whole shots, point of a shot is to just get. Get it down as fast as possible. That's why the key with Jello shots, and this doesn't make any sense, is they have to be not very alcoholic. Because if they're alcoholic, it is so disgusting to eat an alcoholic Jello shot. Well, then that's probably what these are. Uh, I'm sure there's very, very little. Very little. Alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> so they're getting five dollars for like one third of a shot. Oh yeah, and they're probably making so much money off those Jello oh, shots. Yeah. That'll carry them through the whole year for yep. sure yep. by like a lot. Yep. Yep. Maybe we should do it. $500,000 on Jello shots. <laughs> Just do like Broncos, Nuggets, Rockies, Buffs, like mm. leaderboard here. Jello I mean, shots. That'd actually be dope. I hate Jello shots, so let's just do something else, but that then would, it'll at least get, make it what, ours. There's nothing a like a Jello shots. shot, though. Regular shots. No, that's just lame. It wouldn't be fair, though, because Jello shots are lame. Broncos They're would not be. Lame. No, Jello shots are not lame. They're fun. Yeah, Jello shots are fun. They're fun. They're fun. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just every time somebody okay, gets a shot, one, then they just like, oh, put this right on now. the nuggets. Alyssa, Jake, Jello shots. Other people for you don't lose it. Yes, a <laughs> double yeah. thumbs one up from Alyssa. Jake, Jello shots. Oh my goodness, you are the, in. The again, if, anyone like them? Well, it, it, for like a counter like that, like it you. can't just be something that somebody would always order. Right. So what's you know? something else? Like a, a beer bong <laughs> or something like that. Something mm. unique. We wow. could have a beer bong that like stems out of here, and when you purchase yes. one, one of us comes up here and pulls <laughs> yeah. it wow. for you. Could you imagine doing sixty thousand in like a two week span? <laughs> that sounds messy. That sounds disgusting. Your yeah, arm just sore from pouring. So messy. <laughs> that would just make the ground all sticky down there. You could create a, uh, Very much a clean would. way to do it. I don't know how yet, but you like get in a trough in order to take your Jello shot yeah. or in order to take your beer bong. Yeah. Wow. Anyways, we are way off the rails. Yeah, Shall we true. dive into the comment Let's section really it. quick before buffs? Uh, first one coming in from Howie Boot My Boomer says super pump for the con condiment draft. That's what we're doing. Uh, I think so. Yes. We just have to determine is each huh. hot sauce its own condiment or is hot sauce a condiment? That's its own draft. The hot sauce draft? Hot sauce, yeah. So then hot I sauce agree. is hot sauce just is a one. condiment. Yep, is one. Okay. Yeah. I mean, what do you guys think? That's I the first thing that comes fair. to my mind, because I think there's like thousands of hot sauces. Uh, probably hot hundreds sauce is just of thousands. One, yeah. uh, well, it depends if you go like hot sauce flavor. I think that's like in its own condiment, because you can also do like spicy mayo, which is an own condiment. That's I have too many questions. I don't want to give away my picks. No, so I'll just leave it up. Spicy mayo isn't a hot sauce. No, but it, it kind of, what I'm saying is like a hot sauce, mayo can have different variations, and you can pick different variations of mayo right so you can pick different would variations you pick of mayo sauce. and spicy mayo in the condiment draft you like wouldn't. are those two different picks you wouldn't but you can get like a habanero hot sauce and a jalapeno hot sauce and they're different they're the same it's hot sauce they, they, the, at the end of the day i couldn't tell you which is which oh one would be wow. way hotter huh. habanero actually isn't that much hotter but it is better i'm really surprised ryan that you uh, came up with or allowed the condiment draft it seems too straightforward it was actually a commenter who said it. Okay. Maybe it should be the worst okay condiment draft. Oh, Ryan would no. hate that. He hates the, the worst draft. Drafts. Bad things. <laughs> I, I, I think the worst drafts are the best ones. Yeah. I'm only capable of drafting good things, so I would lose. By the way, Zach, 10%? 
Just flip your draft board. We're on. We're on to next Friday. We're Come on. on the con- we're on to the Kahneman draft, man. We're on, on to the Kahneman draft. We're I mean, on there was a time draft. when ten percent was a good draft for me. Wow, that's true. Way yeah. to just bury yourself. I'm just saying. Like, I, I appreciate. I'll be that. right there at the bottom this week. I, I would. I would venture to guess my lowest total ever was still in the twenties. I just can't let's, bring myself to Panda. Henry, let's bury him this week. <laughs> I'll do my best. Bury Good him. Good luck, boys. Yeah. He sees, oh, he then said hot sauce needs its own draft. The wow. debate over the best hot sauce could be a whole separate draft. Best off-season content ever. Go Broncos. Mm-hmm. Go DNVR. Go hot sauce. I love hot love sauce. Love hot sauce. We got a couple of super chats, too. Capwise coming in and says... Good thing Peyton believes in seven-on-seven drills. When Hackett said he thought they were uh, pointless, uh, during training pointless camp. during training camp, I knew the Broncos were doomed. Wow. I'm actually not a big seven-on-seven seven guy. It's not real yeah. football. Like, but if here's my thing. Does taking away the seven-on-seven seven reps add more 11-on-11 11 11 reps? If so, I'm in. If taking away the seven-on-seven seven reps just takes those reps away and you're doing like a drill or something, I'm against it. And that's yeah. what it did last year. Yeah. Because yeah. the big thing is it's 11 on 11 if you're just practicing the 7 on 7 things is a waste of time for the lineman. So if you let the lineman go work on something else while you're doing the 7 on 7, which obviously you would, then it does make sense. But yeah, it just depends on what else you're doing instead. And hearing linemen talk about what they do during the 7 on 7s typically, mm-hmm. um it re- that really benefits them. Yep. Um so if it does really benefit them, then maybe that's even worth it. Wait, why does it benefit them? Because it's they just say it really helps with uh, their pass protections and stuff. Yeah, because they get to go work on all their sets and do those sorts of things. Yeah. Whereas if you did like an 11-on-11 11 11 instead, I guess it's different now because they're all not padded practices. Then they're just out there 80% blocking, and that doesn't really help anything. By the way, are they going to go to? Are they going to tackle to the ground in this Sean Payton training camp? Well, who did it last year? Who was the biggest notable team that did it last year? The Lions. Where did Dan Campbell come from? Yeah, the Saints. The Saints underneath Sean Payton. So yeah. I would think so. And I would guess Hell this yeah. this will be one of the most physical camps in the league. Yeah, like there's no way it isn't with Sean Payton in charge. Totally agree. It, like that's just because half the league just refuses to do anything semi physical, and so then it's just where you shake out in there top 10 most physical for sure probably top five and i don't know i was like you're only competing with dan campbell for top one (laughs) yeah Yeah. i mean you still have like the the patriots out there um the steelers like there's there's a bunch of teams that'll be out there what's crazy is i can't remember the guy's name remember the uh in hard knocks ravens the lions linebacker from oklahoma who was like an undrafted or late seventh round rookie who ended up being like a beast Mm -hmm. rodrigo they called him on the show malcolm rodriguez um, yeah. The reason why he stood out in that training camp was because of his physicality. Mm. Yep. And then they realized they had a guy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's not so important for most positions on the field. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you could even make the case for every position outside of punter and kicker that that's important. Um, so mm-hmm. what I do find interesting is Nathaniel ha- or Sean Payton's training camp is like the complete opposite of Sean McVay's. Yet they're gonna supposed to have joint practice together. And I think that that's intentional. Like, mm. I think you want to see something else. Um, it's a lot like uh, uh, Kyle Shanahan before the 49ers game on the conference call with the reporters. Um, somebody asked him what it's like having a, a, like half the league now running his offense that he came up with. And he said it really sucks because now every defense in the league Practice. is practicing against it over and over and over again training camp. And so you just want reps against something that's different. And there's actually... 
uh, there's a great story. I forget who wrote it, um, but NFL.com, it was back in like 2020 or 2019 or so, but it was before they played each other in the playoffs, the Saints and the, the 49ers. Um, and it's just going through how they are the two best offenses, but they do everything completely different. Like the the Rams are in 11 personnel basically the entire game. It's something like they've they've scored touchdowns out of three different personnel groupings. Maybe it's four different personnel groupings. But the the Saints, on the flip side, they run more heavy packages than anybody else in the league. They use more personnel groupings. They've scored touchdowns out of like 14 different personnel groupings over the course of the season. Everything they do is the exact opposite, but it still works out. So good point, but what I was talking about was Sean Payton runs this super physical training camp. Um, Sean McVay, kind of the exact opposite. Yeah. He, he runs the opposite, so I'm surprised that those two would want to link up. I would think it'd be like the Lions and the Broncos wanting to link up. Now, you only really get three options. Mm -hmm. You only get the teams that you're playing. One of them's uh, the Cardinals. That's not very appealing to go up against them. Then the 49ers. That could have been appealing. And then the Rams. Yeah. Yep. And we'll see how far they take it. But that will be the most physical part of the whole buildup for the Rams because they won't play their starters in the preseason. Right. So that's like the that's as close as they're going to get to real football. So it'll still be amped down a little bit but as amped up as they get is everyone only playing one division in the preseason this year or is that just a broncos thing um that's a good question i don't know about the other teams um oh. but an interesting thing joint practice not open to fans that's the following week after training camp is over that'll be the first that's time lame. i've covered a joint practice without fans that's lame definitely yeah. by far the best practice to go to oh without a doubt you think uh the rams are going to be broadcasting it just like the cowboys were last year interesting <sighs> There's no chance. No. Not I don't think Sean, Sean Payton. No. Yeah. He probably like looked around the league and was like, which teams <laughs> won't do that? I'm sure that was part of the negotiation. Uh, the sure Vikings did too, I think. They did, yeah. Yeah. Remember some like viral clips of Drew Locke throws? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Man, we're not going to have quarterback battle this year. Second year in a row. Mm -hmm. yeah. Or or we will. Will we? <laughs> wow. Um, do we have time for a couple more comments? Sure. Yeah. Oh, another one coming in from Jacob says, fun fact, Flo Rida, he played the rock out of the biggest WrestleMania of all time before facing John Cena in a packed Miami stadium. Oh, how far he's fallen. Wow. Played the rock out. Oh, like intro song. Yeah. Flo Rida. Oh, he played the rock. At, yeah. Yeah. You would think the rock and John Cena is about as big as you can get for uh, WrestleMania. It's crazy. Like I've never seen, or I I saw uh, the Rock re in wrestling like six months ago or something. I remember thinking like, this is what he used to do. Like I've never <laughs> seen him up until now like actually do this. That's a very diverse career. Same thing with John Cena. The Rock does everything. College football player, NFL, yeah. right? A little cup yep. of coffee in the NFL yep. training camp. Yep. Um, now he owns the XFL. Yeah. It's insane. He's got a hell of a portfolio. And he plays himself in a whole bunch of movies. He has his own tequila, I believe. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't buy celebrity tequila. Oh, fuck no. Wow. Why not? Not like, is it just more about the name? <clears throat> than yeah, the just alcohol? buy from, you know, real distillers. That's a good point. Yeah. Is it better? Yes. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Wow, hundred. Okay. You heard it from you here. The count says we were only twenty I or so. When I uh, last thing, when yeah. I'm purchasing tequila at the liquor store, I will literally Google it to make sure it is not it's made by not a celebrity. Made wow. by celebrity. <laughs> uh, what if it's a celebrity tequila maker? 
that's fine. Okay. So as long as they come up. But like, I can't remember why. Like, I think Allie was just like, oh, I've like heard of this. Probably George and, Clooney's. And then I looked at it and it was like um, Kylie Jenner's or something. And I was like, well, that's why you've heard of it. But, yeah. Uh, that's and she true. was like, yeah. it's not like she was saying we should buy it. She was just like, right. oh, I think I've heard of that. Yeah. 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 Kylie Jenner has one. Um, George Clooney has one. Ryan Reynolds has one. George Clooney the actually George... fold his. Oh, really? Casa Amigos. Actually, it's actually good. He sold it. That's why everybody started buying tequila brands or like started trying to make their own tequila because he sold it for like a billion or two billion wow. dollars. But like it, his personalized signature's on the bottle. <laughs> You're saying he's not signing them anymore? It is. <laughs> it's just a huh. stamp. Yes. Uh, yeah. So anyways, buy real tequila. I agree. Casa Amigos Support. is the one I thought not from, local. Yeah. Support yep. local tequila. The count says we're only 20 have to minutes. Make it in Mexico. <laughs> do. If it's not made in Mexico, how am I supposed to buy local tequila? Not then? local from here. Oh. Yeah, like local. Artisan support tequila. other local. <laughs> yes, yes. Support artisan tequila. There, we there go. you go. Yeah. What does yeah. artisan mean? <laughs> artisan it means from like, local yeah, from, like, from that where place. they are, not like, <laughs> <laughs> not, not like a corporation. <laughs> it's really hard to explain, but you get it. Yes. Um, it's really funny because I've tried to read this comment twice, and both of you had wanted to talk about something other than football. Sure. And here's what it says. We were only 20 minutes or so into the pod yesterday when someone in the chat was upset that we weren't talking Broncos. Mm. The irony of this comment right now. I well, guess you can't keep the psychopaths off the internet, can you? I don't pay good money to listen to you people just talk ball. Anyone can do that. It takes a special group to debate the merits of best drinking spots and the nuances of why or why not Hank should adopt a hairless cat. Speaking mm, of debates, no. what's the silliest thing you've ever argued about? Uh, with your significant other. Also, shout out to Nashville Bronco. Love the count. We don't really argue. Yeah, I don't really either. Yeah. There isn't much. I don't know. There, I don't have a lot of conflict in my life. You know? It's all pretty straightforward. <laughs> I had maybe the most conflict we've Serious. had in a long time last night. Um, wow. We were filling out. We were doing a, a, some wedding stuff. I was going to say, I just bet a, it has something to do with yeah, the wedding. Yeah, it's just a, a pain in the ass. And... Uh, so we've been doing it for like two and a half hours or something. And uh, it was just her and I in the room. And I was like, okay, we're cross-checking stuff. So I was like, why don't you um, pull this document up? And she goes, me? I said, who else? Yeah, you. <laughs> and uh, I, was, I was snitty. Oh, no. uh, but th so I, she actually did that twice. The first time I blew it off. And the second time I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, I'm not oh, talking no. to the cats right now. Uh, and then she was like... <laughs> Why? Why'd you just do that? And I was like, I'm sorry, I don't uh, know. But that—that's close to fighting as we get. Dumbest uh, thing we've argued about. I mean, I'm sure there's some really dumb shit that I'm not even remembering because <laughs> it was so dumb. Uh, it's usually just like we're both really hungry, yeah, and we want the other person to choose where we eat. That's mm. like the number one most common, I feel uh, like, thing that people argue yeah, about, yeah, yeah. and it's dumb every time. Yeah, yeah. That one is—that's common. The other one, it was Zach's wedding. We were we have to, we were getting a hotel, and she kept saying like I'm gonna be stressed out if we don't book this hotel. And I was like, there was literally no rush to book the hotel. And she's like, well, if they run out of rooms, like, well, we've looked at the website. Like this one, there's like two remaining. It says on there this one has like five remaining. The ones we want doesn't even say how many are remaining because there's so many remaining. So like we're good. And she's like, well, why don't we just book it now? I was like, why don't we just book it later? Wow. So there's a, like that. that My is wedding that kind breaking of thing. them she up. She was in the right. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Why? I mean, it's like I don't care, but like the whole like 
a middle of a movie. It's nine o'clock. Should we book that hotel? <laughs> it's like, no, we shouldn't right now. I understand what you're saying. I've been burned one or two yep. times with stuff like that. Yep. And huh. then you feel so unbelievably stupid after. Or like with flights. You're like, no, that flight, it'll be the same price tomorrow. Just yep. out of like laziness. My credit card's downstairs or something or something like that. And then you come and it's triple the price and you're like, wow. Now I have to fly out at like four in the morning instead of that nice 11.30 a.m. flight. Yeah, mm. exactly. It's sometimes the cost stuff can go either way, right? Like sometimes it'll go down. Yeah. But <laughs> especially like a hotel room where the price isn't going to change, just book it. It's yeah. just there. Did you book it? Yeah. Smart oh, yeah. man. Smart well, man. She did like a month ago. But um, um, Harold's cat thing. I'm not getting Harold's cat. My barber has Harold's cats and he brings them in sometimes. And they're nice cats. But like if I'm getting a cat. I'm cleaning them is like a whole process. You have to like make sure they're clean. There's no hair everywhere. No, you, so they have oils. Um, and so you have to bathe them. Yeah. And yeah. they love baths because they're cold all the time. Oh. So they're a cat that loves to take a bath. And I they actually, probably yeah, love cuddling. Yes, probably. See, I actually I might get that. a hairless cat. Maybe not soon, you... but my fiance <laughs> is has really wanted one. Really? I'm not against it. When how many cats do you have? We have two. Yeah. You guys are gonna be crazy <laughs> cat people. Next time yeah, we'll probably we'll probably are there. Next time there are kittens, I'll let you know. Oh oh you know someone? It's yeah, barber. barber. Yeah. Which his, barber. His store, wow. like, he had to pay like a thousand bucks. This I think the first one was like twelve hundred dollars. Wow. Like from Russia and I'm sure oh, there's wow. a bunch of terrible things. You should have put it on your registry. There's some, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's some irony there that like your barber has a hairless cat. There is some irony yeah, there. That's true. Is he bald? Right. He is not. He is not. No. Someone said biggest argument, uh, cap-wise, that biggest argument <laughs> right now with my wife is I think we should build a new Bronco Stadium, and she says just to stay. First of all, <laughs> you Good argument. picked a keeper. Yeah, yeah. She's willing to argue <laughs> with you about this. Second of all, you're wrong and she's right. Yeah, she's yeah, right. Yeah. It's unrealistic, but she's right. Unless, what if she wants to, or wait, who wants to build a new stadium? The Broncos. He, Capwise oh. wants to build a new stadium. His yeah. wife says it should stay. What if he wants to build it just where Old Mile High was? Well, that's fine. Okay. Yep. We so can you get think he's it. referring to out by the airport? Yeah. Yep. He's a big Green Valley Ranch guy. Oh, it's just going to be Valley no, maybe Ranch. he lives by there. That would make a lot of sense. There's there, just no character out there. No, it's I nothing. still really hate it, but for the first time, I realized for me personally, if they were building a stadium out there and like there's a bunch of new housing and stuff, it could change the rent prices in Denver. So mm. I personally could be better wow. off. It's not going to change. It's just going to make everything more expensive just out there as well. <laughs> I don't think dude, so. That's thing. not how once the math works. It, yes, but once something goes up, nobody's going to try to lower the price. That's the thing. Well, People like their money. <laughs> I th apartments, I think they would be willing to, because it's all just about how many are filled. And if that's a new trendy spot where people my age are trying to move, then where I live now, I think they have like a coalition where they're like, no one lower their prices. Yeah, I think so yeah. too. Uh, Definitely. It's, kind of it's like uh, it's like the NFL Players Association. Like you can't take a discount on your, con right. on your contract. I don't think so though, because they there's just so many interactions. Like they need to fill. All the apartments. Do you think that people would, uh, that would be a hot spot to move because of stadiums out there when the stadium isn't for a baseball team or a basketball slash hockey team when there's only 10 games a year? I don't think it's because of the stadium. 
Okay. I think it's because they're going to build like there's going to be bars and movie yeah. theaters. Like it's just going to be like this brand new shiny yeah. part of town. Yeah, you're right. It's like if you want to live there versus All like right. it'd be competitive with like living next to Coors. We got to wrap up. Boys. Right. We do. All right. That's fun. All right. Great show. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. We'll catch you tomorrow.